CSA is okay not to have a social life. CSA is okay to fight for your employee rights, but don't be a liability. Hearsay, you're the fisherman and your personality is the bait. You're listening to Hearsay with Darren, Bian Tong and Cheryl on Radio Pulse, the sound of NUS. Hey, welcome back everyone to episode 6 of our podcast. Wow, so far 6 already. Yeah, we are almost to the end of this sem. Yeah, well, now week what? Uh? Week 9, right? Yes, week 9. Wow, Shaq. How's everyone holding up? Okay, I guess. I mean, my midterm results, one of them came back. I think I did like, okay lah. Median lah, so that's fine. This, this guy is like, oh, okay lah, then wow. Hi. Yeah, I know. No, right. no, 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 <laughs> no, no. Everyone is like that. All the Singaporeans, when they say, oh, I think I got a fail, they come back and get an A. Okay, okay, median is not A, just A. What about you, Cheryl? Um, I think like, deadlines are slowly approaching. So, because I had my midterm, my one and only midterm last week, right? So after that, I was like, okay, let me take a break. I need to stop looking at, um, stop looking at Python. So I actually went to, like, I spent one day, like, just, just, like, doing other stuff, right? So I'm a bit worried, um, I kind of regret it now. Maybe I should huh? study a bit. Why, eh, don't, <laughs> your one only just play, lah. Well, one day only, like that. Oh. Why not? Yeah, I agree, yeah. I mean, your one common is to play, lah. Yeah. But actually, you know, it's quite common. Like, cause like, I got read like the this NUS ready lah. I feel more and more people in year one, right, as freshmen, they are looking not to play, but to actually like do things that will like they are planning their career out ahead already. Which I mean, it's not a bad thing, but I feel you should have at least one year to explore student life. Huh? Thoughts? I got this one student mentee. Let me just find. <laughs> oh, it's a USB thing, right? Yeah, so like there's this student mentor, student mentee. So I was I was assigned one guy lah. So, cause I won't say his name, but if he hears this, he will definitely know it's him. Cause it takes, <laughs> a, it takes a unique kind of person to be like this ah. He messages he said, "Wow, he like them on sir." He asking me like, "Wow, this he asking me things that I don't even know sir." Then he's like, "Oh, I just want to optimize my career options in the future. I gave up quite a good scholarship to come to NUS." So wow. I want to optimize my, yeah, so I was like, lol. Yeah, I mean, that, that, is it like a culture thing? Like, is it nowadays people want to focus more on intern? I don't know. Because, like, okay, like, you know, for guys, right, we, we, we are two years, we at least two, maybe we come into uh, uni two years later than our female counterparts, right? Uh-huh. So, like, my <coughs> f- female friends who were from JC, like, they, um, they graduate already la, but they were telling me that like um, last time before COVID student life was a very big deal yeah and like everyone was all about the student life so I don't know is it what, how do you feel Cheryl? I think I would have um, kind of skilled perception because I am a very low-key person I don't really care about like this, this is the harshest way to put it but I honestly don't care about student life so, and I think most of my friends, they care about it to some extent, but they still put their grades first. But I have friends, right? Technically, I have another CCA. Um, I actually, right, doing, before my midterm, I was considering going for it, but it's at night. Uh. I thought like, oh, okay, I'll just go for like one, one, two hours only, can study one. But then like, I have a friend, right? She said she's not going, like, ask her if she's going, right? Then I go with her. 
And she said, oh, I'm not going. I want to focus on my, on, my, on my grades first. So she's not going for CCA. Like, until she gets, until she feels that she's comfortable enough to juggle uh, a cats and, like, CCA. So I think um, for most of us, right, like, grades are still more important. Or at least the people that I interact with, we still care about grades more. Because ultimately, that's what, like, that's what, okay, in my opinion, that's what you come to uni for, like. It's really to learn for the grades, to get the degree, and then go out and work, ma. So, like, I feel that all this, like, so-called play, right, is secondary, yeah. Wait, but you know, um, what you said about what your friend uh, told you, which is, like, uh, if she cannot juggle her studies first, then she won't go for CCA, right? But the thing is that you'll always be striving to juggle, because once you finish your SEM 1, you're going to learn new stuff in SEM 2. And then year two, then year three or four. And there's always the learning curve that you are going to face. But then it, you cannot like forego all this student life thing because you always need to learn stuff, ma. right? No, I think it can though. Like, just because you like student life and all that doesn't mean other people like what? Not that you need, like, don't forego the experience. Like, yeah, but why it. though? If they don't want, if they don't even want to try, I mean, who are you to tell them like, hey, you should go and try no, but I mean, in this context, I don't think is I don't think the her friend doesn't want to try, but rather she feel like she need to cope with her studies first, then she will go and try. Yeah, yeah that's what my Which you'll never be able to cope entirely, or like if you can, right? I'm pretty sure you're like the highest percentile in the in the batch taking the mod lah. So, but I feel like you the idea of like coping, right? At least to me, it's more of like. Because at the start of the SEM, right, I felt very overwhelmed because everything, like, I couldn't catch up with a lot of things. I feel like I'm always sleeping at, like, 1 a.m. just so I can finish, like, so I can meet deadlines, right, or, like, so that I won't, like, get lost during lectures. So I feel like maybe what she's actually meaning is that, similar to me, she just wants to, like, get into the rhythm of things first, like, understand how, like, uni life works, right? Like, set a, a routine so that, and that, so that you you'll be able to make space to slot in, like, CCA or other small student life stuff. Uh. Mm, okay. But what about Pian Tong? Since I think he has a very, um, how to say, fengfu student life. I don't Rich. participate in a lot of student life things, so. Hall life? No. Yeah, so I hardly do any, like, hall-related stuff. I used to do a lot in year one, but now looking back, I kind of regret. I mean, okay, not really regret, la, but, like, it's get to know people, la, but... To me, it was, like, quite boring. Because, uh. I mean, uh, USP is full of weird people. Uh. So, like, 90% of the time you spend there is, like, you're spending weird people. Then I'm just like, what the hell, man? <laughs> hey, shout out to USP people. Love y'all. <laughs> we are certified weird. I am weird myself. But, yeah, I in, I don't do a lot of student life, but I don't focus on student life, but I focus more on my life. Mm, okay. Like, the things I want to do. Like, let's say, gymming, getting better at jazz, playing music performing outside so this is like yeah so I don't study not because I like go play badminton with my friends at 1am or whatnot or go supper stretch or that but it's because I got other things that I find more worthwhile doing like. wait but isn't that student life I guess student life is I, I don't know I get it from sensing from you is like it's more like community based like oh, no, uh. with friends or oh, it just means your own life like. yeah like CCA like outside of the uh, classroom oh and then, yeah. CC, then everything is so everything is student life or it's either a cat or student life already right Correct, yeah. <laughs> yeah, la, so... I see, because like, the sensing I get from Cheryl is... <coughs> okay, Cheryl. 
Um, if you're not going for like all these CCA stuff, then what are you doing? Study, yeah. Yeah. Not not sian, man. Okay, right. I mean, okay, there are some things that I enjoy studying so far. So, want to do well, because, uh, you know, there's also parents' expectations, my own expectations. So, Wait, sorry, what's your major again? Um, Science, <laughs> yes. Just know it's from science. Hell, week 9 already. <laughs> you are DSA. Yes. Uh, I also DSA. Now you VZA. I DSA from OCS into NUS. That's a lot of lamest jokes. Yeah, that was bad. (laughs) Okay, I mean, yeah, it's your expectation, but I don't know. I feel nowadays, um, especially employers, they are not really looking solely at the cats, really. You need to work on the soft skills, which, in a sense, student life exposes you to it. Which is good. But I mean, that's something I tell myself to justify what I spent yeah. two years. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> same, same. Every time you're like, hey, this people loser, no life. But I'm just like, oh, because my grade's not high enough. Uh, so. But then when you see your LinkedIn, right, then you stress. <laughs> oh, no, that one is okay. My LinkedIn is stacked as four. Oh, yeah. you got. Oh, okay. I mean, mine is not. Uh, so tough. In fact, I don't even have a LinkedIn. I got a CV, but I don't have a LinkedIn. Yeah. It's okay. Don't really need it now. Uh, next year. But yeah, I think there's no right or wrong answer in like what is worthwhile spending your time on. And it's not... You don't have to be spending time on the right things all the time because if you don't spend time on the wrong things, you don't know what the right things are. Mm. Right? So I guess, I mean... Yeah, we don't have to be so hard and fast about what's worthwhile, what we should be doing now. But I guess a good rule of thumb is that... I guess we all know what we want, at least at this point in time. So if you find yourself getting peer pressured into doing things that you don't want to do, then you know like, eh, upper, you know, time to get out. Like if you find yourself, I don't know, drinking when you don't like drinking, then you're like, eh, peer pressured. Yeah, so. You know what? Why not we try something new this week? Like, this week I, new. I read a headline. Ah, can. We talk about it. Can, uh, let's can, go. Uh, okay. Yeah, we don't really have any uh, main topic today because uh, <laughs> we... Lepa! <laughs> okay, but we will try to make it like um, not so, n- not political news, but just... Why not? I don't We're not going to influence the 38 enough. people that listen <laughs> to us. Okay. Are Singaporeans eating healthily enough? Wow. This is a good one. Cheryl, what do you think? This, I don't think that there can be a straightforward answer to this. Not not trying to be those like, oh, it depends, that type of person, yeah. but really... Just like, like your circle of friends or the people you know. People I know. Uh, mm. uh, whether they are eating healthily or not, I think to some extent, yes, but also to another extent, no. Because, um, like, my friends, right, we just, like, they have stuff that they like to eat. Like, some friends, right, they can eat dessert for lunch or dinner, those type of things. So that can be considered, like, unhealthy. But they will do stuff to, like, how to say, to make up for it anyway. So I would still say overall, it's still okay. La. It's still kind of healthy. I would say it's not, though. Like, okay... I feel a lot of people, right, especially in Singapore, we don't really cook. We don't meal prep, like, in a sense. So, when you go and eat hawker center food or fast food, in general, it's not very healthy because there's high salt, um, they fry, double fry, that kind of thing. So, yeah, I mean, as much as they might say, like, oh, it's HPV certified, low sugar, blah, blah, blah. It's still processed, right? It's, it, it wouldn't ever beat um, cooking your own meals like, or eating at home, that kind of thing. And I think it's quite common for Singaporeans to eat in hawker centres as well, which is also equally not as healthy. 
yeah, which is why I can see why this uh, this headline says this headline is questioning how healthily Singaporeans are eating la. But right, sorry, I just want to say yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because you cook at home doesn't mean it will be more healthy, you know. That's true. But I mean, you have more control. You at least you know what you're putting in your f- food la. I think there's an increasing number of people trying to eat healthy. Like see all the salads and whatnot. And this also goes back to like the fitness trend la. And like people are eating healthy mainly not really because of health reasons, but like because of you know it's an in thing to do. But ultimately, I think overall Singaporeans don't really eat healthy, for the simple fact that you go to hawker centre, only the Thai fan store has balanced nutrition. Everything else is not. Your bar chow is not balanced. There's no veggie, whatnot. Your chicken rice, or as much as I love it, there's no veggie. Also, you know. There's two slices of cucumber. <laughs> yeah, so it's we are. I mean, there's not a lot of. If you talk about just buying food, there's not not a lot of healthy options. Mm. Like even if you look at our. Okay, la, mala used to be an in thing and then that's quite healthy if you think veggies. But then the thing is, you see all the Singaporean idiots go and fill the mala with Maggie noodle and luncheon meat. They're like, what? That's quite oily also, right? Yeah. I mean, the oil is still okay as long as like, if it's clean oil, then it's okay because oil isn't really like a bad thing. Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, as in, Singaporeans generally don't really, like from their mala choice, I guess it's a good empirical test to see how health conscious we are because like I see people in Mala just Maggi and lunch meat and speaking of Maggi uh, so many people still eat Maggi like as if it's like their passion you know so it's like not really healthy and then we also must not forget the fact that not everyone can afford to eat healthy like especially if you don't cook right you don't have the time to cook because often Singaporeans are work so hard that they don't have the time or energy to go back home and cook dinner right so Many a times just tapau and what they tapau things like what sao sao fan or whatever you know it's so unhealthy. There's no veggie, so dry. Yeah, you know, a lot of people I don't think can afford to eat healthy. Seven eight dollars for a salad that doesn't really f- feed you enough carbs mm. for you to be energized. Mm. So people just go for the cheaper BCM lor pa chow mi. Then like it's not healthy yeah. Mm. So I think that's a problem we are facing, but I think it's getting better. Like school canteen foods are getting better. The RC foods are consciously made to be balanced I think the whole foods are still trash based on what I see la. it's like really bad but I think it's just in uni though I mean it's like a, uni is a nice snapshot of society at large right mm, okay um, next headline understanding why millennials and Gen Zers feel the way they do about work so this article says that the attitudes of millennial and Gen Z workers towards work have emerged as a perennial sticking point so more specifically younger works Younger workers disagree with the characterizations that uh, they are choosy over work conditions and they're not motivated to work hard. While uh, employers feel that way. La. So what do you think? I think it's just a generational thing. Like, I mean, as as time passes, different things change. Like our concept of gender, our concept of what's hardworking, our concept of society overall is changing. Right? And often, I guess, the there will definitely be a mismatch between different people from different times, right? Just because you are raised differently. Mm. The previous generation were raised in a time where there were plenty of opportunities. So, and of course, they start a lot of things because, you know, baby boomer, and especially for Singapore, like, it's founding years. They might have been the first to have done a lot of things, so they feel like, hey, back in my time, I worked so hard to make so many things happen. But then, of course, the set of struggles that the people from a different time, aka the Gen Z and Millennials, it's different. La. So many people competing for that one rice bowl, 
not a lot of opportunities everywhere. Those that came from better families already have such a huge age. There's a lot of different pressures and problems that the different generations face. So you can't just compare and say like, you know, oh, my time was easier, my time was harder. Mm. I mean, it could have been true. Like your time, no clean toilet and all that. But my time got a different set of issues, you know. So you don't understand me. I also don't understand you. That's why I got this kind of thing. So so I guess a good starting point is trying to understand each other first. Okay, but from this article, it's at least nice to see that employers are evolving to suit because um, they have no choice. Yeah, no that, want to that, work that's true. Yeah, because it turns away a lot of talents, right? Yeah. So, I guess in a way, it means that we have more choice. La. Okay, so by, okay, by extension, right? Let me ask you all. Would you all want a work, good work-life balance or do you all believe that your youth is meant to hustle? That good work-life like, balance means hustling, what? No, like, okay, so... Oh, wait, okay, like, okay. Your okay, job, man. you want to chong. Do you believe, like, you're, you're 25 to... Work-life balance. Work-life balance. Cheryl? Um, it depends on the work. Like, if I like the job that I'm doing, I don't mind, like, giving up some of my social life for it. Because my social life is honestly quite small in the first place. <laughs> so, I need some time to... But, I mean, you also got, like, your family and your partner, right? Uh, my family, yeah. Hmm. No, but the thing is, if she's enjoying what she's doing, right, then her work becomes her life. What? It's not just work anymore. So, if she chong, it's not because she wants to climb ladder, but it's because she's genuinely passionate about chemicals and whatnot. And I actually, right, to be honest, I don't really care about climbing ladders. I don't mind, like, doing, like, the, the brainless work. I actually want to do the brainless work. Oh. Uh. So, uh, I guess, yeah, so it's not something that I really care about. Like, I chong, in a sense, not to climb the ladder. It's just because I like, like to like do it. it. Yeah, yeah. I, want, I want to, like, you know, like, use my time meaningfully, in a sense, by doing something I like. Mm. As for family, right, I think, because I'm an only child, uh, so I think, and by the time my parents will probably be, like, ret- close to retiring, so I think oh. I'll have quite, I'll, I'll still have time to spend with them. Uh. Obviously, like, you'll make time for them. Like I said, my social life is really small, right? So I can just use that time for my family instead. Yeah. But okay, I feel um, like, okay, I, I, I mean, generally share the same sentiments as you all. Like, I want to work somewhere where I enjoy what I'm doing and then I'll do a lot because, simply because I like. But the thing is, I want to see progression also. So like, um, like, in a sense, I also want to rise. La. I don't want to stagnate in like, the area that I'm working at. Which is why I, personally, I believe, uh, I want to chong when I'm young. La. So like the work-life balance, yes. Uh, so let me introduce a new perspective. Uh-huh. Now you're young, right? Mm. Your parents are oh. still able to walk, still able to follow you around, travel with you, mm. uh, you know, still not a physically impaired yet la, as with age. The moment you have made it, your parents would have been, let's say, I don't know, sick, uh, not so mobile anymore. Maybe they can't even eat a lot of food anymore that they like because of cholesterol and whatnot. Mm. So with that in mind, will you still like feel the same way? I mean, like you chong already, right? But your parents can't enjoy the fruits of your labor because by that time they're already too old. Not so much like chong until I've made it, but chong to get some form of stability. Okay, so yeah. let's say I'm your employer, right? I ask you to OT, but then just nice this night you supposed to bring your parents out to eat. What will you do? Okay, so that, you once that, you OT, you get promoted, no? Everyone turned the offer already. Hey, bro, you're the last one already. Can you help me do this or not? I give you promotion. 
I don't think they'll phrase it in that way. Yeah, la, but like, it's hypothetical. No, la. La, I mean, parents come first, la, but... So you'll uh, turn down a promotion to bring your parents out for one dinner? I wouldn't say that I'm turning down a promotion. There's other opportunities. But it's only because I made a promise to bring them out. But I'm not saying your that... Your salary from 6K, 4K to 6K, no? As in, okay, I feel like this question is very... Yeah, it's supposed to be like this. Trapish, right? la, but yeah. it's, it's not... So what do you choose? One dinner, you can say, hey, Papa, Mama, I reschedule. La. Uh, no lah. I think, I mean, I feel bad to go and do this to my parents. So. No lah, I mean, you really made a promise. So so I, you will turn down the job. Yeah la. La. Okay, what about you? Realistically, realistically speaking, right, obviously I, I will still do it. Because, right, I think, like, it's easy for people to say that, oh, I'll bring my parents out, right? But when you're actually put in the real situation, now we're just thinking about it. When you actually do it, I'm pretty sure for some people, actions will be different. I will also think that my parents will want me to get promoted also. Uh. So but this cause he's saying that you will get promoted, but no one actually says yeah, that. Yeah, but I say like, I say I in this case. Because, right, for me, like, I want to earn more so that I can give my parents out. Like, I plan to give my parents, like, one third or half my, my pay every mm. month. Uh. So, so, like, um... I guess it kind of helps them in a sense also. Because like, they always tell me stuff like, hey, next time you bring me overseas, you bring me go here, go there, right? I need the money to do all this. Because if not, how am I going to do all these things that I so-called promised to them already? That's my idea. And also, right, like, um, I think it's, it depends on like your family dynamics. Like my family, both my parents are working, right? And they're also like a bit like the hustler kind of. So, uh... They got OT before. They also like cancer before, so I think okay lah. It's just my family is like that, so I I also I think they will understand lah. Okay, but I think everyone's definition of chong is a bit different. Like okay, for me, chong has its constraints. So yeah, like yes, I'll chong. But if you're gonna throw me like a sudden OT to do this, uh, like what a lot of people echo in this article, right? I'm not the slave lah. Like working hard. And working smart, right? That is, that there, there is there's this dimension to working hard, lah, right? It's not working hard blindly, but you also need to work smart as well. I'll actually do the OT, eh? <laughs> like if people like you cannot me. be plainly diligent, then you're just a slave, lah. I feel, lah, right? Like you when when they ask you to do something, then you ask like, why is it? You know, you need to question, not because you are doubting their capability or what they're dedicating to you, but. Plainly because is there a better way to do things that you can derive a win-win situation for both yourself and the employer. Okay, next. Okay, so got this article, right? Um, the serious business of gaming. Singapore eyes a slice of the billion-dollar esports pie. So, okay, I want to ask you all. What do you think about uh, nowadays us, like Gen Z millennials, right? We are more inclined to chasing dreams that might be unrealistic. I remember you got mentioned about this before. It's good, uh. Steve Jobs' dreams was unrealistic also. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if you don't do it, who's going to do it for you? I mean, you only have one life. La. You can always... So I have... Uh, so back in army, I had this uh, specialist, regular specialist. La. He, his name, uh, let's call him Bell. Yeah. So he's a pro Mobile Legends game. I think top few in <laughs> Singapore. <laughs> like legit top few in, <laughs> top few in Singapore. Oh, I, I don't know, Sia, but... Yeah, recently he was in some competition also. But yeah, he's apparently like some god-like uh-huh. player. So, I mean, of course, his job as a SF regular also helps him like pursue these kind of things. Like, you know, mm-hmm. after work, he can go and train, go and play. So yeah, I guess 
it's good. Because honestly, if you want to succeed in life, right, you have to do things that other people never do. Mm. You know, why go and compete with 1,000 graduates from business school when you can, like, compete with just two other people for, like, this position? And even if you lose, you're, like, second place, third place, <laughs> you know? Okay, but if we talk about, like, say, esports, right, it's new. But you're not competing with one or two people. Yeah, you need to be up there to, like... You just have to be the best in Singapore, eh? Not really. I mean, and the sponsorships will come. Like. I mean, the whole fact that the article is featured means that there is money in this place. Because right? if there's no money in this place and it's just a bunch of kids playing games, we won't feature it on Today. Right? And it's the big read somehow. Right? Oh yeah, thanks Today. <laughs> yeah, it's the big read. Plus, just now you say I is a slice of the something billion pie. Right? Okay. As in, okay, let's say on Today as a career. Like, you would need to... Because, okay, I, I, I don't think Singapore is... Competitively the best Brother eh? You know how much Streamers make or not No depends if they are Popular If they are not Fox They earn very little Yeah but Very little is still more than A lot of starting salaries Really Because when I When I I heard Some people they Because My friends watch right Some people quit Because they cannot earn enough but don't that's like they watch overseas one, so I'm not sure. I mean, yeah lah, but as in it's like starting a business so who says starting a yeah. business will like earn money? But the thing is, it's comparable to starting a business. Ah. And mm-hmm. it is very scalable in a sense that you need absolutely or literally zero capital for this. Oh. Eh. You just need a computer, start playing. You're just doing what you usually do, which is game, but now oh. you are, you know, adding a You have to recording. be good at like talking also, lah, because like you have to engage the the yeah. the people. <coughs> Okay, but being the best in Singapore is actually, or in any country, I think it's not easy also. Because games, like you say, the barrier to entry is very low. So, if you don't like constantly improve, right, then there will always be this one dude that just come along and take your place on the roster, that kind of thing. So, in a sense, the stress to upskill is quite high. Yeah, yeah but it's, that's, that's the same as musicians, artists, any other job, basically. Mm. Right? The barriers of entry, no matter how high or low, there will always be comp- competition. Right? Mm. So you're always, you know, replaceable. Okay, so this article says that on average, a top-tier esports athlete in Singapore earns between 3 to 5k a month. And it's similar to a uni, uni grad pay. So it's not... Where is that money there. coming from though? Like company sponsor or streaming? I think it's sponsors. Streaming of video gaming content is also another source of income. But it's mainly sponsorship deals and merchandising. But then it means that your salary is not fixed, right? Okay. Yeah. It depends. La. <coughs> like, um, so that doesn't include streaming. La. Right. If yeah, they stream, then it's more. That means if Singapore don't pay enough, go overseas, la, go Korea. Actually, right. Like, because some of my friends, they watch streamers overseas, right? I think Korea is harder to stream. Japan, the streaming business is better, I think. Because uh, Korea, you have to compete with the K-pop idol. Oh, is yeah. the K-pop idol going to win? Uh? And Taiwan also. Taiwan, uh, a lot of geeks in... Do you know of anyone who has, like, pursued an unconventional career? Music? Is that unconventional? I guess, right? I, I don't... I know a lot of musicians. It's but. not very unconventional. I think it's hard though, like yeah. to actually be a musician because there's always someone better than you, and also like in Singapore, the music scene not very big la. But I have a friend that's quite successful. Uh. He's a choir conductor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. He's one of the I think top few in Singapore. Yeah, he's quite successful, living in like nice place. You know, quite well to do now. And so fast choir conductor. Uh. I mean, he's thirty six already. I think. Hey, 
but twenty six, but you are doing very 30, well. 36. Oh, 36. Yeah. I feel like all these type of industries, you need a lot of, conne- a lot of connections, which is like... No, but the thing is, you know schools, how much they pay or not? Like for CCA instructor, you pay 65 hour, an hour. Right? Eh. Yeah. 65 that's an hour, that's considered low. It can go up to 90, oh. 120 an hour. Then you think like every day you teach one school, three hours CCA, that's like... Are they incentivized 80? if like the school does well in competition? Yeah. Oh. I mean, then the whoever, the conductor then can ask for more. La. Then the school has more budget also. La. Especially for the elite schools like Raffles or those. The pay is like 90 an hour for a season instructor. Get high. When I went there, it was around like 70. But maybe because I was a student, then they charged me student price. Okay, next one. With small paychecks and high consumption, how are you coping with rising prices? So my question to y'all would be, okay, I don't know if y'all realise, but at least in science, uh, the food prices have rise. La. Same. Yeah, you thought so also. How do y'all Cryo. see yourself uh, managing this? I don't know. And I mean, you still have to eat, uh, then just pay uh, both. Uh. Has anything changed when you realise that prices are rising? Nope. No? Okay. <laughs> For me, I will... Obviously, I'll look at the... I'll eat the cheaper stuff. Uh. I have my own budget for like a meal. I will still try my best to stick to it. Uh, honestly, I don't really need to go to school that often. Uh, so sometimes I just skip meals. Uh. Like that, yeah. Mm. One thing my mom has preached to me about it, even though we are not very well to do, is that uh, never scream when it comes to eating. Because eating is one of life's sacred uh, activities that you must uh, value to the highest order. Mm. Wow, so deep. I mean, sh- I mean, she came from a... My parents came from communist China during the Cultural Revolution <laughs> where there was like no food. Right? So that's why, I mean, that's... That's why they understand the real value of what it, having food on the plate. Lah. So they always tell me like, no matter how like poor we are, never scream on eating, you know. Do you all feel the crunch? Especially like when you have to fork out that semester school fees. I'm on financial aid, so. Mm. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I still feel the crunch. But at least I got income, so that's okay. It's not a bit sensitive, eh? No, like, like, do you feel like, wow, sien stress? My parents are paying for it. Oh. Okay. You, you pay for yourself, ah? Uh, I want scholarship. <laughs> I relate on other stuff, but oh. with like school fees specifically. Wait, so your school fees is also scholarship allowance, right? I mean, I mean your daily expenditure. I mean, they pay allowance fee, lah. So I see. So you not so you're not taking money from your parents, lah. No. Oh yeah, lah. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you all this question. Let's say, right? Um, you know, okay, you know how every year they come out this graduate employment survey, uh-huh. right? The GS. Then they'll tell you like, what's your median pay, uh, that you can expect when you graduate. Mm. So. Let's say, right, you go out there and find a job and the pay that they offer you is not the median. Let's say it's lower than that, right? Um, would you take it if it's a job you enjoy? Yeah. Yes, sir. I will... It's like your first job, yeah. let's say. I think I will see what, like, what my own kind of, like, expectation for a salary is, like, the range, uh, the amount mm. I think is enough for me to live a life and also be, like, potentially like give some money to my parents ah. so you, I'll, st- I'll still like compare it based on that first why I say yes right is because if, first of all if it's a job that you enjoy you most likely do well in it that's one second mm. is you wouldn't be drained at the end of each day 
third is also because you will likely learn a lot of things there because you enjoy it, right? So you so you'll do well and you'll learn a lot. So when you do well and you learn a lot and you start to take up more responsibility, you are more and more irreplaceable. So that's when you can go to your employer and negotiate a higher salary. Mm. So one or two months in, I will just, eh, higher leh. If they don't give higher, perfect. Time for you to jump ship. Mm. And with each jump, your salary will go up. Ma. So really? If, I mean, statistically speaking, yes. Ah, that's where your pay increment comes. So you, it's no longer in in trend to stay at the same place for long anymore. Un- unless they like give you very competitive benefits. Mm. I got a friend started working in Schneider. Mm-hmm. Engineering company in French. <coughs> Schneider Electric. He go there, his department never asked him to do anything for like 1.5 months. Uh-huh. He just... He took a He still get paid. But they never asked him to do anything. So he like, bought a lot, so he jumped ship. Then pay raise. Uh. Okay, but logically speaking, you only make the jump when you see what they're offering and it's way better, la, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> so, la. so yeah, as in... So, it's, you know, it's natural thing for us to jump, jump, jump these days. Uh. Oh. And that's why the article previously came up. Because employers are also like, shit, my talents are all leaving me. How? That's why they are saying like, uh, use these days, don't know how shit. <laughs> but the thing is, come on, you are not well enough to pull out your pants or get out lah, right? Mm. So, yeah, hope my future employer doesn't hear this. No, but I, I really agree though. Okay, so, I remember I saw this like, uh, mothership article, right? It's like, on this Facebook post, so this employer, right, he was complaining that, uh, got this intern, like, she email, she texts him, right, like, to have an interview. Like, whether it's intern available, then he replied to her, but then she didn't reply because she really found an intern. Then, uh, a few months later, she got back to him and she said like, oh, I got this, my current intern is a toxic workplace, I want to jump. Then, um, she asked uh, to have an interview. La. Then he said, okay, uh, so-and-so day, is it okay for you? Then she said, yes. But then after that, nearing that day, right, she asked, can you do online interviews? Oh, that's the article, right? Yeah. yeah. So she- what do you think about that? <laughs> okay, Sherry, do you know about it? So basically, the let's say you are the interviewee and the interviewer. The day before, you ask me, hey, can we do the interview online instead? Then I straight away, bye-bye. Yeah, like you just know. Then and block, block number, contact, yeah. daily contact, like basically yeah. F off. Uh. Oh, I mean, I will understand. I can understand their perspective. Because the, the, like the, per- the person that wanted to get the internship, right? She was so like... Choosy. And, like, and she didn't even like inform them like, oh, sorry, I found someone else already. Like, it's kind of like basic courtesy to at least tell them. If not, you'll leave them hanging for so long. Yeah, I think she's still entitled. Right? Hmm. But I mean, okay, what I saw, some people say like, perhaps she got some like emergency that she cannot be there. Then what should I say? That's true. La. I mean, her message itself was ambiguous. La. You, know, you don't have to say what it is or just say, oh, sorry, something cropped up. Mm. Like, emergency cropped up. Okay, I guess, let's shoot the employer first. I guess he could have asked, like, oh, is everything okay? And blah, blah, blah. Or, like, ask why. La, right? Yeah, like, ask why. Or, like, okay, I guess no harm to do it online because it's more convenient for you also. But with the pretext that this interviewee is basically so entitled and so, like, you know, as an employer... Everything else aside, simply as an employer and in the manager of an organization that's goal is to make money, it doesn't make sense for me to hold on to this liability. Right? Mm. Even regardless of her work performance, this whole conversation that I'm having with her about like, rescheduling and all this is really wasting time and money. Right? That's true. Okay, so next question. Uh. 
as people who are looking for jobs, right, where will you draw the line between entitlement and fighting for your rights? Okay, I mean, for myself, it's... Okay, I, I, I feel like I can say all this on podcasts, uh, but when it comes down to, like, uh, when the employer asks you what you want, right, I will be very yes, yes sir, yes sir, yes sir. <laughs> but there are some things that I would want to make clear in terms of expectations, which is, like, as much as possible, I'll try not to OT, that kind of thing. If I can clear my work and all that, yes, I will do it. La. If really no choice situation um crops up and you need to OT, fine, I'll do it also. But in that sense, when I fight for my rights, it's like as much as possible, I want to have I want to be able to have a work life balance. Not because I don't want to work hard, but it's just work life balance is important to me. But I don't want to come across as entitled, right? So like I think usually you try to see your employer what kind of character they are then you try to work around them and phrase it in a way that is easier for them to accept but then I mean when it comes to this kind of like looking for jobs thing it's a bit hard and contract negotiation so I don't really have experience so I can't really say for me let me just say, let me just put it out there first I'm a pushover <laughs> so so right um, even in like when I went for like my part time job interviews and stuff right I I don't say much on us. I just accept it. Everything can, can, can. Like, to me, it's like, if I suffer, I suffer a lot, then it's like, yeah, I mean, suffering will make you grow, in my opinion. So <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, so, I, unless it's really that bad, then I, I might say, I might, like, try to say in a very subtle, or try to say in a very nice way, then, like, like put a lot of 10,000 apologies inside just to make it seem more sincere and stuff. <laughs> But I would say that, like, if I'm fighting, if like, I have a colleague, right, and they are right, their rights are not being, I will go and fight for their rights, but I won't fight for my own one, no. For me, is uh, where to draw the line. Uh? One way I look at it is industry standard. So, like, for example, now I have uh, my own band, right, and stuff like that. I mean, I've been performing since I was 16, uh, so I'm getting paid for that. So, maybe that's also why I spend money quite, like, haphazardly, because very young, got money, then, like, anyhow spend. But, yeah, what I'll do is pack with industry standard. So let's say when I'm negotiating the price for performance, I will say like, I'll see what other people are getting paid. Then I make sure I get at least that, if not more. So if, let's say in a work environment, I'll see like how my colleagues are treated. So if I'm getting overworked compared to them, I will, this way I'll draw the line. Mm. I will never be the hardest (laughs) 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 worker. Yeah, but no, it makes sense to me. I will never be the... One that's doing the most for the least pay. Because uh, there's two things I religiously pledge myself to. One is working out, one is uh, money. So, yeah, that's, I guess that's where I'll draw line. Of course, like family and everything that will come first. Uh, and of course, it, a lot of it depends on my mood. Like a lot of times when someone asks you to do something, you you will feel a certain way about it. Uh, and when you feel like, oh, I'm getting taken advantage of, I'll be like, oh, sorry, it's okay. I'm quite good at negotiating. Uh. Yeah, like, because during NS, I'm in Air Force. My Air Force is quite like a company. Mm. So a lot of times, I go above and beyond. But a lot of times, I also (laughs) step back and be like, hey, other people can do this menial task. Don't come and find me. I am for higher level stuff. That kind of mindset, you know what I mean? And I mean, that's... And it makes sense in all perspectives. Like, even just now, you know how I say that from an employer perspective, it makes sense to ignore that woman because she's being a financial liability. Mm. In my case, if I am capable of doing something else that other people are not, I should be freed up to do that. Mm, okay. For the benefit of your company. Eh? Mm. And because higher level things require a mental capacity that comes from not being overworked, aka if you are too shack to think about certain things, you cannot think properly, 
and I need that space and like free time. <laughs> I need to be chill enough to be able to function properly, right? Then it only makes sense for you to provide me the environment so that I can be the best output I can for your mm. company, lah. So you can see the bigger picture and all that, lah. Right? Yeah. So mm. I will very easily push work away when it's like. This doesn't help me. This doesn't help you. Why am I asking me to do it? And for the last headline for today, fifty percent of Singaporean singles surveyed oh, are not dating. Thirty-eight percent of these never dated before from a government survey. Okay, it's survey of two thousand two point eight k singles in Singapore. Two point eight k only. That's quite low, yeah. Yeah. Because they never asked right. me. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> reasons for not dating cited were I would say the two highest reasons are. Having a limited social circle and not having many opportunities to meet potential partners. Oh, this is quite interesting. The third highest reason is they have a preference to leave dating to chance. So what do you think? For me, right, I am someone who actually has no plans on finding a partner at all. So mm. <laughs> I cannot relate to any of those. But I can understand why some of the most common reasons are the most common reasons. Uh. When, when they say leave it to chance, right? I would wager that most of the time it's because I are bobs, I are never mind, just wait for him, wait for her, find me, law, you know. Right? But okay, what what do you mean by leave dating a chance? Like, you just don't wanna, you just wanna, like, hope your life is a Korean drama that plays out, la, then just hope <laughs> someone finds you, la, you know. So, like, you wanna meet organically, is it? Yeah, like, don't put any effort in, but. That's a bit, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, but you see, right, the thing is, okay, when I see these reasons, right, I have limited social circle. I do not have many opportunities to meet potential partners. But I feel it's like... Pot- you must Are make you those... Op- yeah, exactly. Yeah, you must right? put yourself out there. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's like... To me, it's like a bit questionable that it is high lah because... No, it's just like... It's either lazy, afraid, or just too busy lah. Oh, okay. I guess. And some other reasons lah, but it's just that they prioritize other things over putting themselves out there lah. Other things such as work maybe... Uh, parents maybe their own uh, mental security maybe like you, you put yourself out there you're vulnerable uh, you might as well just okay wait in this survey it's differentiated what do you mean like they have a separate response for concentrating on your other priorities oh then then it's insecure it's, like it's don't, L, uh. <laughs> don't put yourself out there you're yeah. just lazy or you're just shy uh. oh yeah shy shy is the word I was looking shy, for shy okay you're but, becoming like Japan uh, which is worrying actually that's true you know I see a lot of like news headline right the number of sexual assault cases is quite sta- like staggering, shocking. Staggering, yeah. staggering and yeah. shocking. What, in yeah. here? Singapore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And the number of incestuous sexual assault is very high as well. Is yeah, we're really becoming Japan. Yeah, just repressed. Oh. I would say it's Sexually repressed. frustrated. All these people. No, but I, I guess it's definitely understandable. Uh. Singapore, you know, our culture and everything is very... Asian, very conservative. It's not natural for... And especially if you're not good-looking, you're L already, right? Just simple fact. You see the Tinder, the girls, the the swipes is like 99 plus. The guy's like zero, almost one or two, you know. They also cannot tell. You really got to work on your personality and be lucky. Oh, nonsense. All this personality is crap. It's just your face, bro. Just your face. (laughs) Okay. I mean, you must be lucky enough for them to see your personality if you work on it, lah. So, right, like, for me, I got, like, I, I got game last time, right? Confirm not because of my face. All of them are my friends, you know? And that's why we're not friends anymore. It's all like that. Right? Yeah, but you're a girl. I'm saying guy. Guy, uh, But for guy, they... 
Guys are oh, the losing my... party at this. Why not? Like, got this very pretty girl. She's like one of my like guy friends. But the guy friends so so only. No, but it's because he's lucky enough, right, for them to interact. Then the girl like his person. That's a norm. That's yeah, extraordinary. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so in this survey, right, uh, interesting observation is that in twenty twenty one, more people <laughs> found their partner through online channels, online dating. Because it's the only channel. Eh? I mean, okay, yeah, that's true. I think online channels are kind of weird though. Like you don't really know the person. I would say the quality is quantity over quality uh, in general. I don't know about girls. But you have to like quantity first uh, to increase your chance of success uh, probability wise, right? That, yeah, that's true. Uh. Data, data science. <laughs> that's kind of... It's just so weird. We're talking about this like uh, like like numbers game, you know? It is a survey. You have I to start from numbers. Uh. You have to simplify it first to understand something before you dive into the different facets and code. Right? But the thing is, right, when... Okay, I feel like it's very different because, right, in real life, you meet that one person that, okay, wow, I'm very uh, attracted to you on a date. You. So that's like quality thing. But then online, for some reason, it becomes a quality thing. No, it is not any less. It just speeds up the process. Oh. Right? That's true. Because in real life, you also, wow, first see appearance, eh, hey, not bad, uh, this child. Then after they talk to her, blah, blah, blah. So online just speeds that up, lo, and makes no, it more but, convenient. But in real life That's what technology like, does all the time. Eh. But in real life, it's like you you, you see the girl, Chio, but it might just end like that, you know. You, only if like you're really, wow, got a lot of circles overlap, right? Then you, and you're like really, um, have a lot of things in common and, you get what I mean? In yeah. online, the equivalent is you swiping. Oh. But it's just like You have to go and talk up. Go. So in real life, the equivalent of swiping is go up and talk to her. La. Okay, I think some people in real life approach Yeah, her. exactly. So technology <laughs> does nothing but makes things easier and faster. So instead of having to go up to a chobu and say hi, it's easier that you just swipe and you pray. La. Mm. Right? It removes that pain of rejection of the chobu going, ee. <laughs> You're like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> well, then it makes it faster because you ta 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 your your hits per second is like what sixty per second. Then in real life is like for you to even go out to talk to a girl is like what can take up to a whole day or more. Mm, that's right? true. So it just makes it more convenient. Uh. Well, I think it also makes it like less safe. I mean, I okay. I don't know if y'all know like there are some Telegram groups that um you can get hitch like a ride lah right. The number of like girls getting hit on there is quite a lot also. If you got see like TikTok or like um mothership news, the com- you confirm read on like or you hear like wow oh, this guy uh try to hit on me when I just simply want to hit that kind of thing. So I feel like online is a bit tough. Of course like, we must have the basic data literacy to protect ourselves <laughs> in this kind of environment. Like. No, I mean like yeah, there's a numbers it's a numbers game, right? But the quality is quite bad also. It's it's quite, it's quite affected lah. As in, I think the problem is guys are simping too hard these days. Yeah, don't be desperate. Yeah, they're too desperate, right? Too desperate, too sim. And I, I understand why. Because guys are placed in a very challenging and difficult position of having to do everything first, having to take initiative, while being judged for things that you have no control over, aka your looks. These two plus together, guys are left in a very... It's in limbo. Do I go and approach this girl? But I'm ugly. How? You know? Then like I go, then gonna sexual harassment. Mm. Ah, police! He talked to me. That's right? true. Then open police case already. So guys are, you know, stuck in a very weird place, bouncing back and forth, back and forth, then eventually this leads to like 
despo la, mm. with like online you know like porn and whatnot then like it's so accessible then people the brain change and blah 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 you know it's all natural la. Mm. but I think the problem is that guys don't value themselves enough that's when simping comes in lo. simping or being despo is when you sacrifice yourself trying to pursue a hopeless endeavor yeah. of a female that's true then you start seeing people donate so much money to streamers just for them to like mention their name. <laughs> then you see like Japan, then you see things like guys choosing to just stay single and not like talk to real girls and whatnot because you know it's safer and honestly because they agree, uh, you know. I think that's more down bad, right? Same thing is like you place the person on a pedestal. Yeah, but it's the same thing. Uh. Down bad, same thing. Because like they're simping in relationship also. So that one is not really simping <laughs> la. It's just saying, it's just, you know, it's like using the no, word freely. No, but it's not a good connotation. Because like when you say it's in a relationship, right? It's like, you're clingy, that kind of thing. As in, yeah, so it's clingy, it's not simping. And you, you, know? you tend to like view your partner with like rose tinted glasses, that kind of thing. That one is just, I think it's a different thing from like, a bit different, hardcore right? simping. Simping is like you, you're not even in a relationship, no. That's relationship, at least you are both reciprocal, yeah. you know. This one is like, Idolizing this girl, don't even know you. <laughs> the moment you go after her, she's gonna be like, e. <laughs> Code of the day, e. okay, okay. You know, so I think um, guys, message to all the guys out there don't seem go and find something to do with your life, make yourself worth all things. And also, right, like, attract, like, don't chase. Sorry, <laughs> attract, I, don't chase. I feel like everyone also, like, they're very desperate for a relationship. Don't care why you care so much to get into a relationship. It doesn't matter. Stay single. Like, just take your time. Ah. No one, no one is like rushing you. Ah. You mm. are the only one rushing yourself. And, and maybe your parents are, ah, or maybe peer pressure. <laughs> no one's rushing you. Then she starts to list everyone. <laughs> except the government, except, this one, except your sister. <laughs> They, they, have, they, they can't really control your decisions that much anyway yes yeah but this is so this is a phenomenon like leave it to fate like, like what you say just now so attract don't, don't who you're attracting you're sitting down there in the corner of the room who you're attracting <laughs> flies uh. no uh, to attract right you need to go and work yourself uh. yeah but yeah. the thing is if you if you just keep working on yourself working on yourself and don't wager take the risk and put yourself out there it's also the problem so those people that are thinking attract don't chase most likely fall in the category of like okay, okay. caveat Attract don't chase caveat, need you put yourself out there though. <laughs> like, you put the, you don't, you must cast the bait into the ocean. You cannot let the bait sit outside the water. So, who's the, are you the bait or are you the fisherman? <laughs> You're the fisherman. Oh, then the bait is what? Your personality or oh. whatever positive trait about you. La. Yeah. You need to let it be shown, uh, displayed. Yeah. Okay, so we have come to the end. So, um, we basically today we got nothing to talk about, la, but at the end, we talk about a lot of things. So, quite cool, la, this format, like, talk about article. Something you can try. Yeah, I mean, weeks. we copy from somewhere online. Like, I think someone <laughs> can do it on that. Yeah. Yeah, anyways. Uh, Thanks for listening. We hope you all enjoyed listening to our hot takes on today's news. Maybe lukewarm takes. Lukewarm, okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Bye-bye.